Welcome back um, to this episode of Because Therapy is Expensive. We are talking about loss, how you deal with it, if you can deal with it, different ways you deal with it. Um, I haven't dealt with loss. Well, I, I've since my dad passed away. I still haven't dealt with it yet, so I haven't found any ways to cope. Um, well, I think people cope in different ways, and there's no right or wrong way. And I think there's different forms of loss. It depends, honestly, who you lost and how your relationship was with them. Because I know I've lost a lot of people. Um, I know, say for example, losing my grandma was hard, but I feel like she was at her time. She was 92. She was ready. Like she died just, I think it was, it was just her time. And it, it was sad, but then losing my dad two years ago to me is something I've never felt before it was literally to me it was a physical pain like I physically felt his loss like I've never felt that before mm -hmm. you know you feel sad when you lose somebody but it's something I've never ever felt with you know I think I'm still dealing with it I don't think you ever really get over a loss of a parent especially when they're you're close with them. They're a part of everything in your life. I I don't know. People just find their own way to deal with it. But I think you have to eventually deal with it because it's not good for you to, to not. I mean, do you, do you cry at all? Like, do you just hold everything in? Because I cry all the time. Like, I cry in the shower I cry when I'm doing dishes I you know I watch the video from the funeral no I we made you all you all have a copy I'm pretty pretty sure we made you each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay well I have the video <laughs> of <laughs> the Julie pictures the and then you know, I will watch Dad's YouTube channel when I feel like hearing his voice. But if you're not ready, it is calming. It brings a peace in a different way because I get to hear him. And the girls will watch it with me. Uh, but no, you don't. It's not something that's gotten easier. Yeah. You it, just can't. I think you get to a point where... It's not easy, but you are able to maybe function better. Yeah. You you can, yeah, I don't know. It... So I found an app. Did you try the app yet? No. It's a, a grieving app, and it's free. It's called Good Grief that I came about in a magazine. And you download it on your phone. You can talk to people. And connect with people, and you get a pick. I think who you can talk to. So I sent that to Terry to see. Yeah, you might have to send it to me again. Because 
I think it was because the other, what, like a week ago or whatever? A week or two ago, yeah. yeah. I was just having a hard night. Um, I don't even know why. I was just having a, I had a bad day at work. And then when I went home, it's just everything was frustrating me. But do you know why? Do you block it out? Like, what makes you not deal with it? Like, do you just... I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Or do you ever... I don't know. Think about it? Do you think about him? Do you... Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. It just all, like hit me, I guess, really hard. Is it because we just had Easter? And that really was the last Was it after Easter or was it? Two days after Easter. When he died. No, I know that, but no, when I texted you guys. I don't remember when it was. It was like a week or two ago. I'm not sure what it was. I know I was having a bad day and then I went home and everything was just irritating me. Maybe I just needed a good cry. I don't know. I think sometimes that helps when you have yeah, a good it cry. Because I know I do that every once in a while. Just to get everything out. Like your frustrations all come together. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just cry it out. Sometimes but, I don't think you know what else to do. Yeah. And you just cry. <clears throat> and that's how you just get rid of. Do you write in journals or anything? No. I don't. Maybe you should try that. That helps me a lot. I write a lot. Like, if I get frustrated or things aren't going right, and I'll just sit there and I'll write in a journal. I have tons of journals at home. Because I'll just write whatever comes to mind. It, it may not make sense. It may not flow. Like, But it's just getting all my emotions out. Because if you're not telling other people about it, mm-hmm. then at least you're getting them out, you know? Instead of just keeping everything in. You're writing everything out. And nobody That's my has problem, to read too. It. I just, I keep everything in <clears throat> until I can't, until it just wants to explode. Explode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're like Cause me. Because I, I think everything. if I, yeah, if I start talking about it, then it's like fresh in my mind. Yeah. And I don't want to think about it. Yeah. But you need to. Yeah, but you need to get it out. Because. Because I feel like I'm in a really dark place right now. I think too because you don't deal with stuff and you let you just push things down and down you're I think you just it's my road ins- rage too I think that's why I have road rage you just inside mm-hmm. you feel like you don't know what to do where to go where to start <clears throat> and you just not just with that but with anything you need to just somehow you need to get it out whether this be how you're gonna get it out talking to us and um but somehow because you can't do it on your own and you don't have to yeah maybe you should try it just for like a week or so just try to like write things out just whatever comes to mind and see if that helps you at all you know it doesn't matter what you're writing down nobody's gonna read it true so just write it out so it's getting out and you're kind of i mean until you're comfortable talking to people about it all the time you know yeah. Just so somehow it's getting out and it's not just staying all bottled up. So then it, like... Because every... Yeah, everybody has different ways to cope. I know for me, um, 
not just with loss, but sometimes with other stuff in my life, for some for some reason when I'm in the shower, <clears throat> I feel like I can cry or I can mm -hmm. talk and just just talk about stuff. Yeah. I mean, and, and cry and because I feel like nobody's going to bother me. Mm -hmm. I'm just in a little quiet place. I don't know, that helps me, but I don't know. I think when you're grieving, you go through a lot of different stages. Yeah. And some of the stages come back at a different time. Well, yeah, there, what are there, five stages of grieving, they say, mm -hmm. and people go through them in different orders, stages or yeah. different orders. and Some of the stages you go through again, like yeah. anger. Yeah, because like, some people are angry. Like, yeah. they start with anger, they end with anger, you yes. know? It just depends on the type of person you are. And I think... Yeah. And how like, it affected you. Yeah. Losing, you know, our dad was a very sudden, unexpected death. Mm -hmm. So that also was very angry. You feel like, what? And yeah. so, yeah, then you deal with anger, and then you, you deal with the disbelief for quite some time. Like, it, you feel like this is not true. This is not happening. It's over. You're like, it, okay, it's done. Bring him back. This, um, and that's part of, like, the denial, right? Yes. Yeah. You feel like, no. Because you feel like it was just like a, a bad dream, right? Yes. And yeah. you're like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and my dad's going to be there. Or they're going to call us and say, yeah. oh my God, he woke up. Yeah. That's what I kept Well, and I could hoping. see that. Yeah. It's like, it. That's why I felt so, like, when he was in the hospital, I felt so horrible. Because um, I was the last one to go after everybody left. I stayed there. And we waited, and um, it was like 7 o'clock. Because they had said we could only be there until I forget what time. I'm not sure. But it was like 7.30 when we left. And um, I felt like, like, okay, if I leave him, then they're not going to wake him up. Yeah. So you try to stay as long as they'll let you in hopes. Yeah. yeah, so we stayed a really long time after. And I'm thinking, I felt horrible because I felt like I was abandoning him. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you feel like he's like, help me, help me, yeah, but you, and you can't do anything. You can't, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, like I said, when there's different. Because I don't feel like he was gone yet. Yeah. Well, it's, the thing, like, he a, still was breathing. His heart was still beating, and yeah. to me, it's like he's still there, but he was not. His, yeah. He had already. I believe <clears throat> after being there all day, you know, he had already left. Well, and I think he was on morning. the ventilator. I think so. that's what people, where people put themselves so too, because then there's that hope, right? That he's yeah. going to come back. Yeah. Like some miracle is going to happen. Like we know what the doctors are telling us, but. But to he me. could be. Because his heart's still yeah. beating mm -hmm. on its own, then it's like <clears throat> he's still there. Well, he was on ventilators. And breathe, I think that was his, helping him breathe, but uh, yeah. it was like, I felt like if I leave, they're going to unhook him. Yeah. Yeah. And, he and what if he, what if he is still that's, there? That's how I, I was very upset when my mother had to finally make the decision to take him off take him of off. the ventilators. Yeah. I was upset because I felt like saying, we should at least be going a couple of days. Yeah. Like you. I feel like well, no. Because you feel guilty, right? Because we're you're doing not it really, too soon. Yeah, yeah. You're not really sticking up for him, and like, no, we should 
hold out for like days. But people are in comas for the months. Sad, well, and the sad that, part yeah, and they is wake some up. people do that is they they don't want to take on that guilt, so they just let them stay in yeah, a coma for like months and months, and they never come out of it. You know? Yeah. It's hard. I it's hard. I've never been put in that situation, so I don't know how it feels, but I'm sure it's you go through all kinds of emotions. You know. Well, yeah, I remember when our uncle was in the hospital and he was on all the machines mm-hmm. and his wife, her kids kept saying, like, it's time, it's time to take him off. And she's like, no, no, not yet. And it was like they were rushing, like they were like, just hurry up and unplug him already. And she didn't want to do it. And as soon as she decided to, it was like he was gone. Yeah. And then even though he was even though gone. he was still yeah, and his chest was still breathing because they had they still had that on and as soon as like they were okay, tell him to take him completely off then because we don't want to see him breathing if he's not there anymore. Yeah. But it was like I felt like they do you remember that? Her kind kids of, were kind of like, I, "Okay, it's time, it's mom." Like, and she's like, "No, it's not no. your dad." It's, yeah. You got I mean, but yeah, I think there's div. That's what I mean. There's different forms of loss because, yeah. you know, we've lost family members, mm-hmm. but it's a different. It's different, it's different when different. it's a parent that you rely on. Yeah. Like well, if you're not for everything. If you're not close with the parent, it's still it's, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. Well, no. But being as close as we were, yeah, it's even you know we were close to our grandmother. Yeah. But it was different because you just felt like. It was her time. She lived a long, well, full life. Well, I think you got to deal with knowing that there is going to, yeah, it, there is going to come a time where she is going to pass away, but it is her time. Whereas your dad was taken so suddenly that you guys that. didn't even have time to prep for it or anything. You're like, he's there one day, and then all of a sudden he gets sick, you know? So yeah. you're like, what? Because I think our grandma was in a coma <clears throat> for... Well, she wasn't in a coma. Well, she went, she went... A week. Her yeah, body, her body shut, shut, down, shut down. Except for the... Yeah, and we would keep her um, her her mouth moist because they say just keep them yeah. comfortable. So we would stick it in, and when I would stick in the little cloth with the water brush or whatever it was, and she would chomp down on it. Because they would say, don't put your fingers in yeah. there because she'll chomp them. Cause... So it's kind of weird that it would she would do that. It would stick it in to keep her mouth moist, and then she'd always chomp down on it. And then we would just talk to her and sit in her room. It took her a week, though, to finally, yeah. whatever. Whatever she was holding on to. Whatever, it felt like yeah. she was holding on to something. Because I, I even called my cousin because she hadn't talked to her. And I was like, she was at work, and I'm like, um, can I put you up to Grandma's ear? Can you talk to her? Because she's, she's holding on to something, something, and everybody has hasn't. talked to her, and she hasn't talked to you yet. And she's like, oh, my God, you're making me do this at work? <laughs> and I yeah. was like, you got to but it's still yeah. it still took a few days but i feel like it was it was her time and she was ready yeah she was ready to go plus but. i told her like you know we would talk to her and stuff because they can still hear you because i think hearing is the last thing to go yeah and so i told her i'm like okay grandma when you go to make sure you made it send me a sign i want you to send me something because that way i know <coughs> And so, like, she had passed early in the morning, but I still went to work because I didn't want to um, go over there. And I felt like I needed to go to work just to deal with it. Like, 
I couldn't go at the house and wait for them to come and get her. So yeah, I was like, hard. I was like, I, I have to go to work. So then like when I got to work and I went out, I don't know, for some reason, I just walked to the back, one of the um, exam rooms. I looked out the window and there were two super, super bright rainbows that were connected. Like, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Like, you could see all of the colors, and they were, it was a double rainbow. And I was like, I took a picture of it, because I was like, I think my grandma sent me that sign, because I've never seen a rainbow like that before. Well, and did you say you asked her to send you a sign? Yeah, I asked oh. her to send me a sign. And I said, Grandma, whenever you go, when you made it, send me a sign so that <clears throat> I know. So I feel like that was her sign. So I took a picture of it, and then I sent it to everybody. And then we noticed on one of the clouds, it looks like um, an angel mm -hmm. was going up and somebody was coming through the clouds, like lifting her out. So it was a neat little sign. We took a picture and then we, Julie, I think, made copies for everybody. Aww, that's cute. And then we framed it. So every time I see a rainbow, I think of my grandma. And you guys get really pretty rainbows out here. Because whenever I'm driving out here and like, um, it was raining or something. I always see pretty rainbows. I'm like, oh, take pictures. Yeah, <laughs> they're so I pretty. Saw one on the freeway on the way to work after it was <clears throat> rained, and it was it was a double rainbow, and it was so beautiful. I was trying to take a picture as I'm yeah. driving through, cause, and it was like the thing all that the sucks down. is when you take a picture of it, though, it doesn't come out like how you see it in person. No. Like yeah. in person, it's so pretty, and then you're like, meh. It's okay. I guess. Sorry. Yeah, you had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry you missed it. But it is it's crazy. I think talk and just talking, yeah, talking about, about, it, about it. It's not it's like and then if you're afraid to talk about it with certain people cuz you think you're going to get them upset, well you need to talk about it. And you are going to make people cry, yeah. but that's okay because cuz then they're getting it out as well. Yeah. And then pretty soon it'll be, I think easier not that you're going to forget about it you're not going to grieve anymore but it's going to get easier to talk about things like that you know like the more you get them out because right now it probably feels fresh if you haven't talked to anybody about it yeah. it's going to still feel fresh to you and that's what my dad did say that like when we um would get together because you guys always come to all our family stuff um even after your dad had passed away, he said, the girls are taking it really hard, huh? And I said, yeah. He's like, I can tell. Because it's hard for you guys, and I get it, because I would be in the same exact boat if my dad passed away. Like, you guys are as close to, you guys were as close to your dad as I am to my dad. So I could only imagine what you guys had to go through. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say I because he's our, he was our routine. Every day we would see him. Yeah. Well, I couldn't imagine going through this by myself or without having my family. Yeah. I'd say that's what... I don't think you can go through it by yourself. But some people no. have to, but I couldn't imagine. I just couldn't... Um, so I know one time I was, I was thinking about him... And like my other, our older sister has said that he's come to her in her dreams and she has seen him. And I'm like, he never comes to me in my dreams. My daughter's even said she had a, she told me this like very vivid dream she had that he had come to her. I don't remember everything that she had said, but like one time I was just thinking about him and I just had, I was cleaning out my, um, 
my cupboard and I opened up a thing and I had found, um, it's like a receipt from where I had work done on my car and he signed it. So it was his signature. And I had been looking for that piece of paper for a really long time, even when he was alive, I was trying to find it. <laughs> and I just, it was just like right there with his signature. So I kind of felt like that was, you know. His little sign. Yeah, he's, like he was like. He's like, uh, Terry, have it. you've been looking for this? Here you go. I'll help Here's you out. Your, you, know, you don't need it anymore, find it. <laughs> but kind of like I haven't forgotten about yeah. you like you think. Yeah, that, yeah that's how it was. Because like even once when I was driving to work, I had seen this billboard. I've never seen it before because. It was right on the off ramp because I don't pay attention to anything. anything. But I just happened to look up at this billboard and um, it said, even the hard times have a meaning or or what did it say? Um, Like a silver lining. Yeah. There's a reason for everything. Yeah. There's a reason for these hard times. Like they're here for a reason. You can't always. You don't do under. That. You might not understand no. them now, but you never will. Probably as long yeah. as we're alive. Yeah. Well, yeah, because my um, one of my friends, her husband, passed away, and I was talking to her, and she was like, you know, cause how are you doing? And she's like, actually, we're doing okay. Um, she said she felt like he has sent her a lot of blessings. She's not a religious person, but. She's like, you know, I, I think that he has sent me a lot of blessings because of this, this, and that. And she goes, things are, things are getting better and we're, we're, we're doing okay. And I'm like, that's really good for you because, you know, she was in a dark place too for a while. And I feel like she's, you know, coming around and everything. But I was just like, I, go, I just, I don't personally feel that way. Um, you know, she had a loss in her life, in, in her life but she's... I guess found her silver lining and I'm just like, well, I haven't found mine yet. Like she I've had a loss too. With yeah. She might have <clears throat> she may have dealt with it and don't know. think of it as ever a silver lining. No, it's not a silver no. lining, <laughs> but you're, you're gonna think but of it she's, in a whole other No, way. she's had, you know, a few positive things that happened for her and her son and I'm like, well, well, you know, I'm glad yours, for you. I'm really glad. Maybe yours but, haven't came yet. And I'm just like, I don't see anything positive out of my situation. Well, no, I don't. I, like you said, I don't think there's a silver lining to someone dying. But yeah. unless no. they were terminally ill and suffering, then you then you know that for they're them, at peace. they're yeah. at peace. But for your life, I mean, your issues or your dark issues sometimes... You're intertwining them. Yeah. And it, you need to deal with that other separately. And that has nothing to do with dad. Other issues. But you mm-hmm. need to start dealing with everything in your life because it's putting you in a dark place. Yeah. And that's not even they they say when somebody dies, like I you know, tell mom, it's okay to grieve, it's okay to be sad as long as you don't stay there. Mm-hmm. If you stay in that place and you grieve and you can't get better, then it's not healthy for you. Um, but it's okay to grieve, it's okay to cry, it's okay to be angry and sad and yeah. don't want to do anything for a while, but as long as you don't let that destroy you. Because it can. Those kind of feelings of depression can eat you up and tear you to pieces. 
and you've always kind of been a little, you, you put things away and you don't deal with stuff and And maybe when dad died, it just maybe just topped it off for you. Mm -hmm. Well, pretty much. I mean, because I mean, I've, I think I've dealt with, um, with um, grandma passing more than, and I think it's true when you know that they're ready to go. Yeah. And you can kind of <laughs> like, okay, she was ready. You, you know, I felt that. like she was ready, mm -hmm. and we knew it was coming. But when it's sudden, well, yeah, then yeah. it kind of leaves you in like a state of shock. I wonder if your dad was like that hope for you. Like your dad was such a great man. He was to me, and so I think was he was that hope stable. He was like her, yeah, the ruler in the family. Like he yeah. wasn't. Yeah. No, but not you at always all. Felt like. Whether he you went to dad. Yeah. yeah. You felt like he knew everything about the car, about your house, yeah. about a relationship, yeah. about money, what to do, anything that you needed. Because you I also feel like dad. it was his generation. Mm -hmm. They did everything. They knew how to deal with stuff and take care of them. And so even now, because my husband's not a car person. Yeah. When I got my tires done on Friday. And it's like I have to call around, figure it out, and hope that they're not making lies up to me. And I remember after I got my tires done, I went, I had to go to the grocery store and then I got in the parking lot, I just started to cry. Yeah. Because certain stuff made Reminds me think of you. him. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, we're, you know, he'd be like, call this place, call this place, you should go here, you should go there. And now it's like, well, what if my brakes aren't bad? Who's going to tell me the truth? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I feel like, yeah, he was our... Well, yeah, he Rock was like your savior because yeah. that's how I feel with my dad, and that's why relationships guys have always tried to compare themselves to my dad because my dad does everything. My dad still comes over to my house to do my lawn, like he has his own <laughs> house that he has to mow and all that stuff. And I'm like, I will hi hire gardeners to do my lawn. No, I want to do it. I want to come over and do your lawn. And same thing, when a, something happens with my car, he's the one I ask, well, who should I take it to? Where do I go? Anything. My yeah. dad is always going to be there 100% to help me with that, whatever I need. And that's why I'm wondering yeah. with you, Terry, if you, that was like your hope was taken from you. Like, Yeah, I feel like that because... He would give me advice sometimes, even when I didn't ask for it. <laughs> yeah. just That's what like, dads are for. Yes. You know, it's always that advice. Yeah, I didn't like, That's no. good. That's good. What's that? Even what's that one he it. said? Don't. Yeah, that's okay. Don't be giving out the milk for it, free or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's Dad. Good. <laughs> something. Yeah. Oh, don't even. You know how you got pregnant. <laughs> Why buy the cow when the yeah. milk is free? Yeah, something like that. You know, oh, he yeah, would say would. stuff, and I'm just like, okay, Dad. Well, see, you got to think about that. Think about things that, like, he used to say to you, and, like, I'm sure you cringed when you would hear it from him. But you're like. Or you'd be oh. like, Dad. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God, don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk like that. Yeah. But, Sometimes, you know, he would tell you stuff, and you're just like, Dad, I know, I know already, but he was your dad, so. Yeah. And now. Now I, it's like, who do I go to? Because mom is more fragile, I feel. Yeah. yeah. 
She yes. will. Um, she very gets very overwhelmed. Oh, very easily. Yes, enough. very Aww. much so. She doesn't have her her rock anymore. Well, that was she her best friend. Yeah, like you guys, their relationship was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see a lot of relationships like that anymore. Like you could just genuinely tell that they loved each other. That they were best friends. And I, it was it was awesome, and you you guys have to think like of those kind of things. Like, that is the type of relationship I think everyone looks for. And not I know, everybody finds it. No, I, and I know like, I just I remember telling my brother one time because when he was you know when this is still, I don't know, but I was like the only best thing that you can do, we can all do, is to me just live your life and be the kind of person that he would he, he would be you, or yeah. he would want you to be so that you can people can look and say you know oh you're just like your dad or oh, and that your um, yeah. well the lady at his funeral had said um after we all made our speeches the and stuff bishop's she, wife she had said um you know your dad was a great man and i can tell by all the things, by all the kids, things you said his kids said about him and it's it's true he he was and i think that's what makes it so hard is because he was such a good dad yeah and a, and a good man and a good man mm-hmm. yeah and yeah there aren't a lot a lot of those anymore nowadays no and i i mean we have done stuff a lot more now because we've lost him so we you know we took our trip all together and we all got tattoos <laughs> So maybe that's what happened that helped He's like, bring you guys hated together. tattoos so much, <laughs> so we all went and got our He's tattoos. like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You are falling apart with yeah. us. <laughs> we all went, and we were there for like 10 hours yeah. at the tattoo shop. We all got crosses for my dad. Because even your mom got a tattoo. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little tiny one. <laughs> she got two is. hearts intertwined with their initials, and the rest of us all got um, crosses. Some and kind of, yeah, because that's, to me, that's what represented him he, the best. Yeah, it was. So I just think we all had good relationships with him, different. And I think that's um, part of, that makes us part of who we are. Yeah. Is, you know, but yeah, it's, loss is not um, easy. I don't think it ever will be for anyone, for any, you know. It's it's hard too because the kids are all growing up without um, yeah. him, their grandpa. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes me very sad. Yeah, but I mean, little. it's good that you're letting them watch videos of him, like the YouTube and yeah, because they didn't get as much time time with them. Yeah, like my grandpa, our grandpa died. Right You're before I turned 21. Yeah. yeah. I had him for 20 years, and I was very, very close to my grandpa. Yeah. And they were close, and Brooklyn and my dad had a very special bond. Yeah. Different than the rest. So it's just... hard. Well, it's not fair, because he's... Even though he's, like, here in spirit or watching over them, it's not the same. No. No. You know, and the, it's not fair because it's like they're the kids got time with their grandpa cut short. 
and he doesn't get to see, see them, them graduate, up. see them grow up. You know, he, Alyssa's still upset because he's, um, it, this will be what this, her second birthday that he's missed or third birthday that he's missed now. Right. Third, yeah. Third. Cause you know, and it, it upsets her because it's, well, it's upsetting to all the kids, you know, because he's not there. But, I mean, me and Julie aren't married yet, so we don't get that, him walking us down the aisle. Yeah. Well, so. Yeah, I... But you need to talk about it, Terry. Yeah. Because there... I don't Because there will be a time where you'll think about stuff about him even though it's sad it will it will make you feel comforted in a yeah. weird sense yeah just certain things and sometimes when there's certain things that i'll think about and it'll make me cry and cry and cry but it makes me think of him so it makes but it gets, me yeah it's a good cry and it's like i like it's a it's not a cry like a, it's a different kind of cry yeah it's like a I don't know. Like you feel, you end up feeling better doing it. Yes. You'll you'll never because. cry the, the same way we cried that day. Yeah, no. That was There a, will never it will never feel that way. That that yeah. day was That day was that like was the cry It was like that a where you killed literally you. felt everything inside you just turned left. just like you felt literally drained out, empty. You felt like nothing. Like this, this is, to me, it was like that, that feeling where you're literally, you feel sick to your stomach and you just don't feel like you want to go on. Yeah. I still can't even look at the hospital when I pass it. Sometimes. I cannot look at it. I do because I know he's not, but sometimes I always think, I wonder if he's just flying around in there, up in the room. I mean, I know he's not, but (laughs) it's a little, well, it was very hard. I had to take Hannah there when she hit her head. And I had to go into the ER. And he had taken me there, like, I think right after Grandma passed for my migraines. And he was yelling at the <laughs> yelling at the people <laughs> at the check-in desk because the guy was being an ass. And my yeah. dad was not having that. <laughs> so I was like, great, I'm not going to, they're going to make me wait longer yeah. now. <laughs> you know, I was. I remember that, and then I, when he was in there, I thought I better not see that guy. <laughs> if I see you, yeah, it's gonna, all take hell's it gonna you. break loose, and I'm gonna beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not That's gonna lie. I know. Feel better when I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then taking Hannah there was hard because I just kept thinking, I hate all you people here. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. I feel like that hospital murdered him. Even though. The doctor that she had was the same one at the other lo- at the other hospital. Uh, when she was a, a newborn, I had taken her in, and it was her same doctor. And I know I don't hate you, but I hate everybody else. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's I mean, part of the grieving. going through it is angry. Yeah. I remember being, and I would say, God, I feel bad for after, but I remember seeing when I would see men around my dad's age or older, I would say, I would think, why are you still alive? You should be dead. Mm-hmm. How is it fair that you're still here and my dad isn't? And yeah. I went through that for a while. like, And then there was a point where I was like, God, I feel bad. 
like, but it's just something you go through. Yeah. I think it's just the I've anger. lost a lot of my sympathy for people. I would say I have like, too, and I haven't gotten it all back. I've all noticed way. that about you. Yeah, I have You're like very... no sympathy for people now. Certain things I, I don't, and it and it's sad when people say, "Oh, so and so died. They lost their grandma, or they lost their husband." And part of me, I mean, I feel bad, but then part of me is just like, so. Like when I don't know. famous people die on the news and everybody cries and I think, what the hell did they do to your everyday life? Yeah. Like, ooh, so sad. Mm. Yeah, they died. Okay, we all, everybody has somebody that died. The world doesn't stop, so why is it stopping for them? Mm. You, you know what it is? Yeah, you get, <laughs> well, the thinking, anger phase, I think you go, you just... Uh, because I remember talking on Twitter to Kevin and Bean. <laughs> One of those guys, <laughs> He had tweeted he had lost somebody, and I said, I'm really sorry. I know how you feel. I said, and it, I still want to punch people when they say, oh, or it, it'll be okay. Mm. Even though they're meaning well, yeah. that's not how I'm taking it. I'm angry, and I want to punch you. Stop telling me it's going to be okay, because you don't know that. I get where they're coming from. Yeah, they're trying to help yeah, you. They, they just don't, don't know what to say. You don't know what yeah, to say you until you've say. gone through it. Because it's like, um, you know, people say, you know, oh, time heals all it wounds. Does, and yeah. you're like, it doesn't, though. It doesn't get better. It doesn't make you forget or feel less. You still feel, I still feel the same. I remember only one person I remember told me that she, because she had lost her mom like 11 years ago. She goes, she goes, it doesn't get easier. It she doesn't. goes, you're always going to have that emptiness. It's not. She goes, it's, she's probably one of the only few people that wasn't like, oh, it's going to be fine. She saw, it doesn't get better. It yeah. doesn't get easier. You still will always have that emptiness in your heart and it won't go away. And that's how I feel. So, but yeah, you, you learn to deal with it, but it never leaves you. No. And you just have to deal with it. Everybody's different and everybody deals with things differently and but you do need to start dealing Deal with, with it. it i feel like my thing is now i need to just probably go back to church too and just if that's what helps you yeah i feel like it would as soon as we can go back to church yeah. <laughs> as soon as we can go back to places so but you yeah you need to Something. find somebody yeah. outside of us, maybe, if that helps you, that you can really open, you know, like people say they open up to their hairstylist or, yeah. <laughs> you know, that one-on-one -on -one person. Or that uh, something that will help you deal with it. If it's going to church and that helps you deal with it, just do whatever, whatever. If that brings you some kind of connection to dad. Or peace. Because um, I don't think you'll ever get closure. No, you'll never no, have no. closure. I mean, there's nothing no. to close. There's nothing no. to close because it was like, it just happened so suddenly. You guys didn't have that time to. And I don't honestly feel like if we did, I think it would have been just as hard. Yeah. If yeah. not harder. Because you, I don't think I could have, could prepare to lose a parent. Yeah. Well, so. unless he was like way older. Yes. And he was getting sick and that, stuff like that. That's different. But. Yeah. Well. Which is hard. But I think you do need to find some outlet to kind of get it. Because you can tell the difference, whereas they're a little bit more 
dealing with it and you can tell that yours is all bottled up still and you know that you know it's still bottled up and yeah you are the only person that's going to know how to get it out where you can start the grieving yeah. process because i think what you're doing is like out of sight out of mind if i just don't think about yeah, it if i don't exactly. have to deal yeah. with it I'll be, be fine. There. That's, but it's that's not. a lot of the ways I deal with things, though, too. You do, and that's the thing that I put it on the back burner and just... And you can't, because that's going to eat you alive. Yeah. And I think that's why you feel like you're in such a dark place right now. It's just because all these things are eating you alive. You're just like, keep yeah. on pushing them down. Keep yeah. on pushing them. And they're pulling you down. Yeah, and they're yeah. pulling down, and you feel like you can't and get And I'm getting to up. that point where I, I don't... Like, I don't care yeah. about a that's lot of stuff. not where you need to be. No. That's not where you should be. And that's yeah. not where Dad would want you to be. He would be that yelling at you. Yeah, um, he would. So. And he would tell you, don't be giving away that milk. <laughs> yeah. Close that barn up. <laughs> you feel like you're at the end of your rope. Tie it knot and hold, hold on. Aw, see? So. As hard as it, yeah. So we shall end this episode with that for anybody. If you feel like anything in your life, that's a good piece of advice is just tie another knot and hold on because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. And tomorrow might be that day that changes your life for the better. So don't. But you have to be open to it, dear. Yeah. But just anything, though. You just don't give up. There's, there's. I mean, I could say that, I don't know, but there's nothing in life that's so bad to me that would make you feel like you can't go on. I mean, there is sometimes, but... But just think about your daughter, too. Yeah. You want her to have that happy-go-lucky person that we all knew. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the YouTube video might help you. Help you, you never because know. Because he might say something in a video that you need to hear. That is yep. true. Yeah, I'm just, just not ready for that yet. Well, and besides, I googled it and I couldn't find him. You tried it. <laughs> He's hiding everything from you. Papers, yeah. videos. Maybe but he did not... used to always tell me, make sure you check your tires. <laughs> well, I know. See, that's good. Check your tires. Anywhere, check your tires. Check, I told you, check your tires. Uh, maybe that's why. I got a nail in my tire. You just did you check your tires? tires? I just bought new tires because my tire well, Maybe blew that's out. what brought it out. He keeps um, getting her tires flat. He's like, she's never going to listen. <laughs> you blew it listening. out completely, and <laughs> I was going to drive listen. away with it. I didn't even look, and then I got in the car, and it said tire pressure, and I thought, damn it. No, just go, and I go, oh, I'll check it, and it was completely flat. Her car so was my room. She's like, <laughs> the road is crappy. Maybe, but maybe that's your dad. Well, I think that he he at least let me make it home yeah. before it completely blew out because I've been lucky with that at least. I think he kind of pushes me a little bit so I don't freak out and break down on the side of the road or anything because he knows I can't hard. handle it. Yeah. So I think that he kind of at least helped me get home before it completely blew so out. So maybe that's his little sign. So he's like, check your damn tires. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to end on a happy note so that we can wipe our eyes off now. And we thank you for joining us because therapy is expensive. We will talk to you later. <laughs>